Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Anywhere, oh, golly, I'm hungry enough to eat standing up, Mary. <laughs> Good evening. Table for two? Yes, please. Right this way, sir. Sounds as if we're in luck, Mary. I'm getting a table. It's probably because they don't know us here. Good point. The things I put up with on account of your reputation. My reputation. <laughs> I think the young lady will be comfortable on this side. Oh, thank you. Dinner, sir? Yes, I think so. What do you mean you think so? <laughs> All right, dinner. I always recommend the filet mignon to those who come into my restaurant for the first time. I'm sure you'll like it. I'll have a way to take your order right away. Thank you. I wonder if I have a filet mignon look on my face now. <laughs> when don't you? Oh, you. Hey, Blackie, our man's coming over to our table. You know him? Excuse me, but aren't you Boston, Blackie? Yes, I am. My name is Bill Crane. Do you mind if I sit down just for a moment? Why, uh, uh, sure, yes. Thank you. Blackie, for days, I've been trying to get up nerve enough to phone you. When I saw you come in, I knew it was now or never. <laughs> oh, excuse me. This is Mary Wesley. How do you do, Mr. How do you do? You wanted to phone me, Crane? What about? I'm an attorney, Blackie. You look pretty young to be practicing law. Well, I've had only a few cases and lost my only big one. I was defending Jack King. Oh, I remember that case. He was sent to prison for forgery. That's right, Miss Wesley. I was Jack King's lawyer. Oh, that was months ago. You shouldn't feel too badly about losing. King was guilty. That's not true. I don't have any proof, but King is innocent. Well, they all say they're innocent. Blackie, won't you help me? Forget the case, Crane. It's no disgrace to lose. Well, I suppose I don't have a right to ask you for help. In fact, if Charlie Kingston hadn't suggested I talk to you, I wouldn't have bothered you now at all. Oh, oh did Charlie Kingston asked you to see me? Yes, he did. Well, if you're Charlie's friend, I'll do anything I can. Tell me all about Jack King. Not here, Blackie. I don't want anyone to hear what I have to say.
And now, meet Richard Calmer's Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Okay, this is far as visitors go. You'll talk to Jack King in here. Thanks, God. This is it, friend. I know, Blackie. Are you two guys sit right here in these chairs in front of the screen? Yes, yes, we know. Now, no smoking, and don't try to slip anything through the screen to the prisoner. You'll be what? Hmm, a peek, easy. Yeah, okay. There's King. Hey, King, your visitors are right here. You got five minutes with them and no more. Hello, Jack. How are you? Oh, all right, Bill. Considering. Jack, this is Boston Blackie. Glad to know you, Blackie. How are you? Now, look, Jack. I've told Blackie everything. I gave him the names of the three witnesses who testified against you. I'm going to start with them. It's obvious they were fixed. Sure they were fixed. One guy identified me. I've never even seen him before. Now, look, Jack, I, I hope you don't mind, but I thought it would be smart to tell Blackie everything. Even about Iowa City. That's okay. I served time out in Iowa City. I just got out two years ago. That wasn't mentioned at your trial, was it, Jack? No, I served time under another name. There's one thing I haven't told you yet, though, Blackie. The one man in the world who could have cleared Jack was murdered the, the day Jack went to trial. Well, that just about proves you were framed, Jack. Sure, but what can you do about it? All I have to do is find the guy who killed your witness, Jack. Because if he isn't the man who framed you, he's a lead to the man who did. <laughs> This is the beauty parlor you wanted, Blackie. Carson's at 600 Erie Avenue. Well, Bill Crane gave me the right dope, Mary. King used to manage this place, and the cashier is one of the three witnesses who testified against Well, then suppose you go right in and start asking questions. No. Here's what we're going to do. You go in first and pretend to be making an appointment. I'll come in a few seconds later and talk to her then. Oh, and I pretend I don't know you, huh? That's right. I see. If the cashier was fixed, she'll get scared and have to talk to somebody. So after I leave, the first thing she'll do is rush to the telephone. Um, if she does that, should I phone you at your apartment? No. After I leave here, I'm going to the Charles Street Bank to speak to Ralph Lyons. He was the teller that testified against King. I'll call you at your place. All right. Now, go in, and no matter what happens, you don't know me. Now, do you understand? I'll be good, Daddy. And if you have to get a manicure before you find out anything, I'll pay for it. I'll say you will. I may have to get a permit, too. I'm slow at finding out things. <laughs> Good afternoon. Are you uh, Lillian Birch? Why, yes, I am. Well, I'm Boston Blackie. I'd like to ask you a few questions about the Jack King case. Oh, yes. I'll tell you frankly what I'm after. Jack King had a witness who could have cleared him, but that witness was murdered the day King went to trial. I don't know anything about that. Maybe not, but if I can find that murderer, I can find the man who framed King. Now... What was the story you told at the trial, Miss Birch? Well, Mr. King was manager here. We buy all our beauty supplies from Henry Lawrence, the wholesaler. Mm -hmm. Really a big order each month, so every now and then Mr. Lawrence would send Mr. King a check for 50 or or $100, a sort of thank you, I guess. Well, uh, what about the check that was forged? Well, one day Mr. King gave me a check for 
$10,000. It was from Henry Lawrence. Mr. King had me take it to the bank for him, cash it, and bring the money to him at his house. I'm sure you did? Yes. I felt simply awful when the check cleared Mr. Lawrence's bank and he found out that the original figure, 100, had been changed to 10,000. I felt as if I were guilty. And you told that story at King's trial? I told exactly what happened. What else could I do? I wish I could help you prove that Mr. King is innocent. I sure could use help like yours, Miss Birch. You certainly did a good job proving King was guilty. Something I can do for you, sir. This is the Charles Street Bank? Yes. You're the manager? Yes, I am. I'm Boston Blackie. I'd like to speak to one of your tellers, uh, Ralph Lyons. Are you a friend of his? Yes, I am. Well, then I suppose I can tell you. You suppose you can tell me what? The police just told us that Ralph Lyons was shot on the street ten minutes ago. All right, if I ask the Lyons kid a few questions, nurse. The doctor said only a few questions, Inspector Faraday. That's all I need. I'll be back in a moment. Now, please don't excite me. I won't. Don't worry. Son. Son, can you hear me? Son, I'm Inspector Faraday from the police. Who shot you, Ken? Son, who shot you? Inspector Faraday, huh? there's a man out here from headquarters who wants to see this boy. From headquarters? Take it easy, son. I'll be right back. Okay, nurse. Where is this guy who says he's from headquarters? This man right here. Blackie, you. Well, Inspector Faraday. So you're from headquarters. I'm sorry, Faraday, but... I wondered how long it would take for you to get mixed up in this. What's your angle, Blackie? A triangle. I'm going to try to find out who shot Lance. Excuse me, but perhaps you'd better go down the hall and talk. Sure, nurse. Come on, Blackie. I want to talk to you. Let me do the talking, Faraday. This is important. I'm looking for evidence that will reopen the Jack King case and prove that King was framed. How does Lyon figure in the King case? Well, he was the bank teller who identified King as the guilty man. There were three witnesses against King. Lyons, Henry Lyons, whose check was forged, and Lillian Birch, a cashier at King's beauty parlor. So what's that got to do with somebody taking a shot at Lyons now? I'm looking for the guy who killed King's only witness, and I'm convinced the same man shot Ralph Lyon. Oh, get lost, will you? Look, Faraday, be a good guy, will you? And maybe I'll tell you who tipped somebody to have Lyons killed. Yeah? Who? Wait till I make a phone call, and I'll tell you. Hey, look. What do you mean you know who tipped somebody to shoot Lyons? A little while ago, I talked to Lillian Birch, one of the witnesses against Jack King. I told her I was looking for the man who killed his only witness. She looked a little scared when I left. So what? So I figured that the minute I was out that door, she'd run to the phone and tell somebody the King case was being investigated. She did, and that somebody got to Lyons with a bullet to shut him up. How can you check whether or not she went to a phone? I left Mary there to watch her. I'm calling her now, Faraday. Hmm. Yeah, this one's in the bag. When I figure, I figure right on the nose. Hello? Oh, Mary, this is Blackie. Uh, what happened at the beauty parlor after I left? I happened to get my hair done. And you owe me $20. Oh, never mind the jokes, Mary. What did Lillian Birch do after I left? Nothing. 
She didn't go to the phone right away? She didn't go near the phone, and I watched her for three hours. Is that bad, Blackie? It's awful. I'll call you back later. Goodbye. Well, go ahead and gloat, Faraday. The cashier didn't make that call. So this was in the bag, huh, wise guy? Okay, so I was wrong. We still got a lead on the guy I'm after. Yeah. But it's our last chance. That kid in there. All we have to do is to find out who shot him. Well, come on. Let's talk to him. But go easy on your questions, Saturday. Remember, if he can't tell us who shot him, nobody can. One moment, please. Oh, nurse, uh, we've got to talk to that kid again. It's important. I'm afraid you're a little too late, gentlemen. The boy is dead. And now, back to Boston Blackie. In an effort to prove that Jack King, in jail for forgery, is an innocent man... Blackie has sought out the three witnesses whose testimony clinched King's conviction. Blackie suspects that the witnesses were six. The first witness, Lillian Birch, tells the story of the forgery. The second, Ralph Lyons, a bank teller, is shot and killed before Blackie can talk to him. As we return to our story, Mary and Blackie are outside the restaurant where, the night before, Jackson's lawyer had interested Blackie in his client's case. Oh, Blackie, don't be upset. Come on, let's go into this restaurant and eat. Oh, I don't feel like eating, Mary. There's one witness I haven't seen yet, Henry Lawrence. It was his check King was supposed to have forged. Well, all right, go see Lawrence. But let's get a bite first. Oh, all right. Where? In here. This is where we had the delicious dinner last night, remember? But look through the window, Mary. There isn't an empty table anywhere. I know, but maybe we'll run into the owner again. He found us a table last Mary, night. Maybe just... take a good look through that window. He was sitting with the owner? Hey, it's the cashier from the Carson Beauty Parlor, Lillian Bird. Uh-oh, she's leaving. Come on, we're going in. Jackie, what are you thinking? I'm not, but I've got a hunch I will soon. He's coming. Well, uh, Miss Birch, two meetings in one day just about makes us old friends, doesn't it? Well, Boston Blackie, hello. How's your investigation coming along? Uh, it's not doing very well. Oh, it's too bad. Oh, it's nice seeing you again. Uh, here, uh, let me open the door for you. Well, goodbye till the uh, next time, if there is a next time. I'll make sure there is, Miss Birch. Blackie, do you flirt with every single girl you see? Absolutely not, Mary. Some of them are, well, they're a little too far away. Oh. <laughs> Come on, let's find a table. Good evening. Table for... Oh, good evening. Glad to see you again. Table for two? Of course. Right this way. How do you like being remembered? Why shouldn't you remember us? We were here only last night. I think I'll be comfortable at this table here. Thanks. Dinner? I think so. Blackie? Dinner. That is better. Say, it's a nice place you have here. You own it? Yes, I do. Is anything wrong? Oh, no, of course not. Uh, by the way, uh, who is that girl who just went out? Which girl? The tall, rather nice-looking blonde. She left just as we came in. I don't know. I didn't notice her at all. Oh. Oh, my fork. I knocked it off the table. Well, don't bother to pick it up. I'll get you another from this table. Here you are, sir. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks. He lied about that girl, didn't he? I wonder why. Do you think it's he? I don't know. And that goes for almost everything about this case. Look, Lawrence. 
Don't give me any phony answers because I didn't give you any phony reasons for my being here. I was the victim of that forgery, Blackie. It cost me $9,900. You got it back, I'm sure of that. Oh, did I? And from who? From the man who paid you to frame Jack King. Sure. You don't know the circumstances of the forgery, do you? I sent him a gift check for $100. Went through my bank for $10,000. Ralph Lyons was the teller who cashed it, huh? That's right. What's more, King was clever enough not to cash the check himself. He sent Miss Birch, his cashier, to the bank. Had her deliver the money to him and his house. Did King admit he was at home to get the money from William Birch? No, he claimed he wasn't at home. He was out in the country with a man named Walter Lane. But I never got the money. And by a strange coincidence, Walter Lane was killed the morning of King's trial. So? So, the morning of King's trial, the same man who fixed you as a witness, that Lane out of the way. Get out of here. When I'm through? You're through now, Blackie. I'm a respectable businessman. I was the innocent victim of a forgery. I don't intend to let you accuse me of being a fourth witness. I think you were, though, Lawrence. Get out of here, or would you rather I had the police call for you? I'll leave, but I'll be back again, and when I do, I'll have something for you. Either an apology or a warrant for your arrest. If Inspector Faraday catches up here at headquarters looking at his file. Faraday has trouble catching cold. Okay, I hope you're right. Um, are you sure this is the file we want, though? It says Walter Lane, but it might not be the right one. It's the right one, Mary. It was under unsolved cases. Maybe before we're through, we'll change that heading. Hmm. Yeah, he was shot to death. Here it says he was born in Iowa City, and he came to this city, uh, two years before he was killed. Yeah. King came from Iowa City two years ago, too. Maybe with Lane. They were probably the best of friends, and whoever planned this knew they were together at the time they picked for the frame-up. That's why they had to get rid of Lane. Blackie, I was hoping you'd still be here. Inspector Faraday, well, come right in. What's the idea of telling Matthews I said you could look in my files? The idea was to get the look at your files. I could throw you in jail for this. Yes, I know. Here, take this file folder, will you? I got what I wanted out of it. Yeah? What was that? Information. And it's still there, Inspector. Only it requires a slight process you neglected in your youth. You've got to be able to read. So help me, Blackie, if I... Wait a minute. Hello, Faraday speaking. Inspector Faraday, this is Matthews about those fingerprints you wanted in that restaurant fork. What restaurant fork? Well, the one Blackie gave me. Said you wanted the print on it checked with our files. Blackie? Matthews, don't you know better than... Inspector, the prints are hot. They belong to Edgar Weston. He's wanted out in Denver or something big. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I know. <clears throat> uh, thanks, Matthews. Blackie, I ought to break your neck. But I know you're not going to, Inspector. I've found some important fingerprints for you, haven't I? Now, who'd they belong to? Edgar Weston. Wanted out in Denver. For what? Never mind for what. I want that guy. Where did you find him? What do you want him for? None of your business. Well, in that case, Faraday, where I found him is none of your business. <laughs> Golly, Blackie, how much longer do you have to hold that phone? Why won't the call come through? I don't know, Mary. Denver just said hold the wire. I wish they'd hurry. I wish a lot of things. I wish we could find someone with a previous record as a forger, for one thing. He'd be the man who framed King and engineered the killing of Walter Lane and Ralph Lyons. I'll cross my fingers. That'll help. That'll be the best help I've had from anything so far. Hello? 
Hello? Oh, the call's coming from... Uh, hello? Uh, hello, Inspector Faraday? Uh, yes, uh, this is Inspector Faraday. Well, this is Higgins of the Denver Police. Hello, Higgins. How are you? Okay. Uh, your telegram said you want some information on Edgar Weston, huh? That's right. What do you want him for? Well, we want him for forgery. <laughs> I'll do my best. I- I've dialed the restaurant. Be sure you mimic Lillian Birch the best you can. I didn't talk to her three hours today for nothing. You remember everything you're supposed to tell him? Well, I'll know that better later. Is it ringing? Mm-hmm. Hello? Ed? Yeah? Ed, this is Lillian. Lillian, fool, I told you never to call me here. Have you gone crazy? Just about it. The cops are lied to you. What? They know the whole deal. You can't know anything. You're crazy. I'm not kidding, Ed. I know you wanted me done for forgery, and I know you jacked up that Henry Lawrence chest. Happy for you now. I don't know, but it's even here, said. They said that you killed Ralph Lyon. But they can't know. They can't have any proof. But they must have. They're after you. And they know you killed Walter Lane, too. Huh? Hey, you're not Lou. Uh-oh. Mary, what's the matter? Well, I must have said something wrong. You admitted the forgeries and telling the bank teller. But he knew I wasn't really in the minute I mentioned Walter Lane. So he hung up. Maybe he didn't kill Walter Lane. Nah. Then who did? I don't know, darling. Maybe you killed him. Maybe. All I know is this case is killing me. Faraday, do you mean I'm actually welcome in headquarters this time? Well, I have to hand it to you, Blackie. I had Ed Weston in custody in an hour, and he confessed to the forgery frame-up. What about Jack King? He's my real interest. King is getting a full pardon. His lawyer, that uh, Bill Crane, went up to get him out of prison last night. Weston killed Ralph Lyons, the bank killer, huh? Yeah, sure. And guess who tipped him to knock the guy off? I guess I did, Faraday. Yeah. When Bill Crane came over to me that first night in Weston's restaurant and got me interested in King's case, Weston must have overheard us and gotten scared. Sure, Weston was the brain. And Ralph Lyons was the weakest link in the chain that had Weston's racket together. Lyons was due to be knocked off the minute somebody got wise to it. Did Weston admit killing Walter Lane? Well, that's the funny thing, Blackie. Weston says he never laid a finger on Lane. Well, I guess he's lying. I don't think so. When King and Bill Crane get back to town, I'll show you Lane's killer, Inspector. little homecoming train, but I came down here on business. Business, Inspector? That's right, Bill. I managed to clear up everything for King but the murder of his alibi, Walter Lane. Didn't Weston confess to that? No, he didn't, Crane, because you killed Walter Lane. What? Sure. I got it figured out that you got paid to throw the case, so you bumped your clients on the alibi. Come on, I'm taking it on the headquarters. Wait a minute. Come on, Crane. Wait a minute, Faraday. What for? Look, King, you thanked me for getting you out of jail, didn't you? Sure, it's the least I could do, Blackie. Well, I wish I hadn't, because I cleared you of a forgery charge and got you into a more serious one, murder. Uh, King, you killed Walter Lane. 
Why you for heaven, Party? Oh, no, you don't. You never catch me. For heaven, Party? Yeah, I've got far, Blackie. I've got men at every exit. Blackie King couldn't have killed Lane. Sorry, Bill. The King was out on bail until he went to trial, wasn't he? Yes, but Lane was the only man who could have cleared him. Lane was killed in the morning. King went to trial at noon. He didn't know he'd need Lane as an alibi until he heard the testimony against him at the trial that afternoon. But why, Blackie? Why would he kill Lane? What was his motive? I found the motive in the police records of Lane's death. Iowa City was the clue. Oh, I think even I see it now. Sure. Lane came here from Iowa City at the same time King did. Lane knew King had served time in prison in Iowa. And was going to blackmail him. <laughs> I can almost guess the conversation. Lane came to King the morning of the trial and said for a certain sum of money he'd forget King had a prison record. Too bad. Well, but... looks like everything is under control. My boys grabbed King. Okay, Faraday, you can take over from here, I suppose. You shouldn't have any trouble making King confess he killed Lane to stop a potential blackmail stunt. Do you think you're up to it, Faraday? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Wrong, Inspector. The reason I cracked this case and you didn't is that my guess is a whole lot better than yours. Ooh. 